everybody my name is mj and you are listening to the one and only mtg in quarantine podcast where the motto is edh community now and always as usual before we get started here i'd like to give a quick shout out to my local game store guardian games you can find guardian games on the web at ggportland.com i'd also like to utilize this opportunity to give a huge shout out and thank you to all the awesome people who support me over at patreon.com slash mtg in quarantine so huge round of thank yous to Mr. Big Benz, Nick S, Frugal Brutal, and Coach J Road for supporting the show. If you'd like to help support the show and help me make more awesome content, head on over to patreon.com slash MTG in quarantine for more information. And you can pick up your very own MTG in quarantine branded playmat over at Inked Gaming. That is I-N-K-E-D-Gaming.com. Got two really awesome versions, both the full color logo as well as the grayscale version. You're going to want both for you and all of your friends. So again, you can go on over to Inked Gaming, that's I-N-K-E-D, gaming.com. Search MDG in quarantine. You can find my affiliate code as well as the link to the playmats in the link tree in the episode description. Every purchase helps support the channel and is greatly appreciated. All right, on to the meat of today's episode. So, a couple weeks ago, I got to participate in a very, very unique kind of cooperative commander. Yes, you heard that right, cooperative commander. But again, without me really going into that too much myself, I brought on the creator of this format. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce the progenitor, of, if you will, of the Scholaseum, Useless <laughs> Knowledge. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, MJ. Very, very happy to be here. Yeah, it's awesome having you. Had a great time on there. But again, we will get into that in just a moment. Uh, could you quickly introduce yourself and what you do? Sure. I am John. I go by Useless Knowledge. That is uh, N-O-L-A-G-E um, on the socials and, and Useless Knowledge MTG on YouTube. Um Kind of feels like forever and a day ago, I used to have uh, kind of like a interview style show where I would uh, build a deck with somebody um, by um, kind of like set, setting up uh, uh, the, the, the commander, the strategy, whatever. We would both build decks separately and then come to the show and kind of meld them together. That was called uh, MTG Community Spotlight. There was only a few episodes of that because I started getting into the streaming aspect and um, writing this material, this this format that MJ was that you were talking about, um, called the uh, MTG Coliseum, where it is basically um, I, I I am calling myself um, shout out to MC Chris out there. Uh, I am a dungeon master of ceremonies of a cooperative EDH gameplay experience. Where, um, yeah, I basically slam Dungeons and Dragons and Magic together. So the four people are the party members, and they work in uh, tandem together 
to defeat the monsters I put in place of them. Sometimes that is represented by cards. Sometimes it's just represented by me explaining what's happening and triggered abilities happening because all of these monsters have specific rule sets that I've written out. So it's not like I'm making decisions on the fly. I, I still have something to follow, just like, you know, a D&D rule set. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, so let's start at the beginning here. So when obviously Magic has now multiple D&D sets, which are based on whether they're OCs, uh, you know, created for specifically for the set, or whether they are actual pieces of the Dungeons & Dragons lore, there is a rich history of that in Magic. But you've kind of taken that one step further, honestly. I mean, the party members are not just random. I mean, you picked very specific party members that then the participants actually pick from. Uh, do you want to walk through the process of how you created the specific hero decks for players to choose from? Oh, sure. So, um, in, in, you know, being thematic, right, of, of, of working the D&D, um, kind of rule sets in with this magic and crossover gameplay experience, I felt inspired because it was right around the time um, when the D and D secret layer came out for all of the all of the 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 cards for the characters in the movie, so I decided to grab all six of those, and I built pre-constructed decks that you know as you as you played last time are all on Moxfield, so it's it's very easy to just kind of click the deck, pick it up, and start playing it off of the playtester. Um, but they're all geared and have very specific um strategies um to help each other out in the party because again um you're you're working together you're not damaging each other you're not trying to do that stuff you're just going after um the uh, you know arch enemy yeah. boss monster style um thing so um yeah it was just kind of carefully crafting um cards like like you played edgin i believe so yes. you're kind of like the jack of all trades you have some damage in there you have some disruption you have some control yet you 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 will support the the party in many many different ways um holga is just straight aggro um zank is the the voltron style commander um they all they all have their strengths and weaknesses um but yeah, it was just it was just getting it was getting uh, it was so much fun getting to go through like the history of magic cards and finding the cards that act like like those group hug cards with no downsides at all. It's just like everyone's going to get this benefit and that's it um, and like kind of fit them into all of them because I, I, I really try to make all of the decks cohesively work together so they can, like, um, you know, effectively get through a boss monster if I, whatever I put in front of them. Mm hmm. <clears throat> yeah, let's definitely talk about that experience a little more. I mean, obviously, as you just mentioned, I was one of the, I guess, guinea pigs in your first uh, <laughs> first iteration of the MTG Scholaseum. And yes, I was playing Edgen Larsenus Lupinus, who has a very, obviously, I get to masquerade as Chris Pine, which is never a bad thing. But, um, you know, it just the fact that my deck was in is it colors, so blue-red, and if you've listened to the show, you know, those typically, well, that's really not my color combination. Blue, I don't play a lot of. Red, I do play a lot of. So it was a lot of, like, as you said, a lot of control, some support, uh, just some very explosive stuff, too, but also just the ability to foretell cards right out of my hand, which actually ended up being extremely useful in the very end game. I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. going to spoil it, um, <laughs> but it... Folks should go watch the VOD over on your Twitch stream where they can hopefully find all that stuff still. And definitely watch all the way to the end. I promise it's worth it. But yeah, anyway, I, I'm digressing here a little bit. But 
yeah, just the fact that you're able to take each of the six characters, of each of the six main characters of the D&D, um, trying to honor amongst thieves, I, th I guess it was called, uh, the, the so, movie yeah. that came out last year. Yeah, you were able to take all six of the, you know, main party characters and, well, I, I don't know if saying counts, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it, 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 the main six characters in the party, and you're able to give each one of them a very flavorful deck that works. And, you know, being able to have that nice cooperative experience was really cool. Obviously, I have played Boss Monster twice, I think, and Arch Enemy mm -hmm. once or twice. But honestly, those still felt like they were kind of antagonistic a little bit. I, I don't know, just it just didn't feel in those experiences like you're necessarily having the best time. But I will say um, being in the Scholaseum was a whole hell of a lot more fun because I felt like, you know, your, your decks are tuned, as you mentioned, to be able to work with each other versus mm -hmm. just being like four decks that are meant to antagonize each other. And, you know, it's it trying to work together, whereas these decks specifically try to help each other out. Obviously, my deck had a lot of support effects. So I had my Spectral Searchlight in there, which uh, artifact tap for, let's see, cost three mana. You can tap to give any player one mana of any color. Um, various draw effects that are symmetrical. So let's say I would draw two, everyone draws one, kind of like a, or like a Vision Skeens type of effect where you draw two, everyone draws two. And yeah, it was just really nice to be able to play magic in a cooperative way to accomplish a goal, kind of a PVE version, I would say, from the video gaming community versus mm -hmm. PVP. And that was a very novel concept, but also just the fact that you were able to make it so entertaining as the dungeon master. It's like, we're, we're not just trying to beat some faceless opponent. It's like, we're... We're trying to melt their face, you know, it's like, it's everything you love about D&D, &D, but also, you know, just you, you create this environment where we're able to take these very fun characters, very fun themes, and then just be able to kind of go ham on them. And uh, unfortunately, I think in, in our experience, uh, my, my play group, I, so, and, and I, so we had, uh, what was it? Uh, Ron Dreamer's Funeral on there. Mm -hmm. Uncle Russ mm -hmm. was on there, and I'm trying to remember who the last party member was. Uh, um, top of my head. Ben, uh, get lefty, Ben. Okay, yeah, 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 Ben was on there. And, yeah, it's just like, it, it ends up being a situation where it's like, we we did two, two we, we didn't, we did like half a full turn cycle, and we destroyed one of your bosses. Just like, flat out destruction. Um, carnage, nothing left behind in its wake. And yep. it's like, this is this is absolutely insane what what we're able to do with these silly cards like uh, tempt with destruction um was, or sorry 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 tempt with vengeance my bad uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah th that i had my deck and just being able to pour a whole bunch of mana into that and give everyone a bunch of tokens that then we can swing sideways at the boss um that was a very different kind of way to play and it really yeah it, I, for it, I forgot the name of the um the re like the the mana battery effect that you also had on board i believe right yes i also had mana echoes on board yeah. which uh, if folks don't know what that is it's actually a card i had come across before i played against it i'm getting it up on scryfall here for for the folks so was it mana no uh, mana echoes that's the one where mana you get oh, mana you're, you're, creepers you're, coming you're in right uh 
Oh. I, I totally forgot the name of the Mana, card. But... I'm, I'm looking at Mana Cash. There we are. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so this is a, a rare from Nemesis, so 2000s. We're already going 20 some years back into Magic's yeah. history. <laughs> And uh, it's an enchantment for one red red. Reads, at the end of each player's turn, put a charge counter on mana cash for each untapped land that player controls. And you can remove a charge counter from mana cash to add one colorless mana to your mana pool. Any player may play this ability, but only during his or her turn before the end phase. So basically, I drop this at some point during the game and just tell people, look, you know, don't tap all of your lands if you don't have to on your turn, because then all of that mana goes into the cash and then we can just utilize it as we need to you know for, for the hardest bosses it's like we need extra mana we we want that tempted vengeance to get a little bit more powerful we need extra mana use your mana rocks first if you have them and save your lands so we can get some extra mana because again this is for everyone and we want to make sure everyone has the mana available to do the things they need to do in their hands because as as uh as we found out, every time you beat a boss monster, you pretty much lose your entire board, right? So having this on the board was nice to just be able to sink extra mana into so that like we we lose a lot of our resources, but the mana cash allowed us to refill, basically. And that that was just one of the cool cards that I had in my, my deck. There was a lot of other stuff, obviously, I didn't play or, you know, we're not going to talk about on here. But like this card right here, I think really exemplifies uh the, the the goal of the the co-op yeah at the scholasium right yeah i mean it's just um it, i um i love experiencing and playing games in different ways right like the, the the beauty of magic there's all these different formats for a reason we all like having fun in our own in our own specific ways that's why there's modern and pioneer and commander and all all the different ones right everybody's got a flavor you go and you play it and it's great I really like that and I really like the fact that you like with with what with what I'm trying to do I'm changing the way people have to to approach the game because of the the like kind of like the new rule sets put in place right the 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 restrictions on some things like you are not going to hurt each other you are going to work together so it's not it's not this like very super selfish thing anymore it's you're now working with three other people and the only way for you to truly be able to get through this is by not thinking how you normally think when you play magic and think the exact opposite <laughs> yeah it definitely puts the whole concept of commander on its head you know when when normally cards that would actively hurt you like mana cash um in, right. in the course of a regular game, actually end up being super beneficial. I think we ended up getting that up to like 15 or 20 at one point, and then I was able to utilize a lot of that mana, but some of the other players were also able to utilize one, two, three mana here and there. Just that, know, yeah. That two, like they said, that 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 one, two, three here and there make or, make or was, like, was able to make or break a turn. You know, it was like, oh, I can't do this. Wait a minute, yes I can. I'm going to just grab two from the bank. <laughs> and make sure I get this out here because this is going to be huge. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh, it, I'm I'm really happy to see that a lot of the stuff worked almost a little too well. <laughs> because yeah, that's now that's great. It's easy to scale back a little bit since I know it works really well, at least in in the situations that we saw. But yeah, um, unfortunately, I think we yeah. kind of broke your format in the first game. <laughs> I apologize is, for that. Listen, that is exactly at least for me 
how I feel things like that. That is a great sign. If I if I created this thing and I want people to have a great time and and, and I don't want it to be so oppressive that like it's going to be impossible for these these creations that I have to be beaten. That's not the point. I want everybody to have fun. People have fun when they kill the monsters. Right. But I, I also don't want to make it this like super easy thing where you're just going to breeze through it. I found out that that is possible when you just when you guys played, you 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 absolutely melted the first two, and thankfully, and you know, un, not really super surprised that L um, put up a lot more of a fight than the other two, um, considering uh, kind of like the other part uh, kitschy thing about the Coliseum is that all of these characters that that I create are. 100% based off of either the community members that we know and love and support and watch and play with um, and really silly pop culture references because I'm a child of the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, something about uh, some middle-aged uh, amphibians being the, reversed. Uh, <laughs> the middle-aged hybrid martial arts amphibians. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was yeah that was pretty pretty entertaining especially when you're able to get that up on the screen it's like oh i i i know the reference yeah 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 right, now it makes sense <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I mean it's just about having fun i want people to have fun um i want to have fun kind of um guiding everybody through this weird funky journey um i want people to laugh i want people to just have a really good time that's kind of like my vibe that is what i promote i want people to have really fun gameplay experiences you can have a ton of fun and not win a game you can have a ton of fun and you can work with three other people to win a game there there are so many different ways of playing this game and all of them uh, i hope um can be found as fun in one way shape or form um you know i just i like i like positive gameplay experiences and positive vibes in the community so that's kind of like what I push and promote and, and hope for 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I guess what is the ultimate goal for, for the Scholastium? Is like if everything fell, you know, exactly the way you want to over time as you keep making changes and tweaks to the format, what is kind of your optimal play experience with this, uh, with this kind of gameplay? Um, my optimal play experience um, is definitely, you know, uh, at least on, on my side, the technical side of things, just, um, you know, I, I would like to have certain little things improved, maybe some of the graphics, maybe some of the, 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 the crossovers when I'm, when I'm bringing the, the play, the, the boss monster screen over or something like that, little minor things, but ultimately I just want people to have an absolute ball playing it and watching it. Um, if people are really interested in that to, to a point where, you know, there there is some sort of a following and watching it because it's unique. Um, then I get to tweak it a little bit more and be and, and you know and just be like, hey, we're not going to do these pre-constructed decks anymore. I want challengers. I want people to brew their own decks and bring them on and 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 have them come up against what I create. And I wanted to just I just want it to be a place where um, you know people just come and watch and we'll smile by the end of it at some point you know <laughs> i'm not looking for fame and fortune i have i have a career i have a family um i just love this game and i love this community um and i wanted to try to provide something unique so um if people enjoy it and people like it then i'm gonna be around for for a while i mean even if people don't really like it i'll probably still be around for a while because i'm having fun <laughs> 
let's play a little game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not vaguely threatening at all. But uh, yeah, so moving on from that, uh, let's just talk about the the promotional posters for this Coliseum <laughs> for, for for the folks who haven't. Uh, haven't seen the first two promotional posters. It's basically you kind of standing menacingly over the oh, kind of yeah, the Ryan I'm, Hulk of the old Roman Coliseum. And, yeah. I'm going to talk, love, about, talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. I will love to promote um, the two individuals. So there are two individuals that really um, that really put this together for me. So originally, um, and I've had uh, Cyrus. So Cyrexia mm-hmm. Mana, one half of Mental Misplay, um, does has done a tremendous amount of editing and creation work for me. Um, so I, I hired them, and they were the one that produced the straight-up template of what that is. Me kind of looming over, shooting lightning and lasers and the Coliseum. So, like, that template form, like, everything on it minus the guests on the show, um, like, Cyrus and I kind of put our minds together, and and, he, and they came up with this, and it was unbelievable. I was like, this is exactly what I want on a flyer promoting my show it is perfect. I love this. Um, and then another community member, uh, Mitch, goes by Mitch Completed. Mm-hmm. Um, they also do some light editing work and stuff like that. So he, we, we kind of struck a deal where they're the ones that take care of all of the, the weekly updates of putting um, all of my, my guests on there and, you know, acquiring the pictures that so we can superimpose them looking like terrified or, you know, like, I don't give a damn what's going on up there. Guy with laser eyes, whatever. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just, I'm, I am an over the top, goofy, silly person. So I wanted the flyer to represent that. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when you reached out, it's like, Hey, yeah, we need you looking absolutely a picture of you looking absolutely terrified. And I'm all like, well, let me just check my camera roll. I got the perfect picture for you. And <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was, that was a great stuff. So yeah, if the folks out there, you want to check out the, the posters, definitely do that. I recommend it. Um, I think my, my picture went a little too, bit too hard on that, was perfect. On that one, <laughs> but uh, yeah, fun, funny story behind that one. I won't go into it, but uh, yeah, cause it's not relevant, but yeah, it's, it, it's funny. You should definitely check that stuff out. Um, yeah, I, I think we've pretty much covered everything about the, about the stream. Anything else about the format, about uh, where you see it going that you'd like to share with the folks out there? No, I just, uh, I definitely would just, um, ask you to come, uh, drop in on the stream, uh, give a follow. I do put up all of them on YouTube at useless knowledge MTG on YouTube. So you can always just pop on there and watch any of the ones that we've done, uh, I still have a couple of more to upload, but I, I stay pretty current within about a week or two of uh, when they air. Um, and yeah, no, just it, it's 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 something different. Um, I saw what Mr. Beppers was doing, and I absolutely love the completely bonkers, off the wall rule sets and all the crazy, you know, chat chaos that happens. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated how original and and how much of a different direction it was bringing the game. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I took that as some some of the inspiration in doing this. That on top of the boss monster thing that was out there, I saw Star City Games doing the the uh, the horde um, Halloween special thing. So a lot of these these things that I've seen, I've taken inspiration from, and they're definitely you know things within the game that you'll see that are inspirations from, like you said, boss monster. You've played boss monster before. 
Um, but um, yeah, everything's there. Everything's there. Uh, you can catch me on uh, Twitch, uh, Twitter, pretty active. And yeah, I just um, I just want everybody to have a good time, whether they're playing, watching, um, and everything in between. It's nice. Well, it's definitely great having you here, and it was really fun being on your stream. It was really fun being on your podcast, MJ. I really appreciate the invite. All right. Yeah, no worries. And if you're interested in hearing any of the previous episodes I've done here on the MTG and Quarantine podcast, you can find those on the usual podcast outlets. That is your Google's, Apple, Spotify, Player FM, Rockcast, Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, and a million others. I honestly don't remember all of them. But if it's a major podcast outlet, you can probably find my contents. Uh, yeah, so I'd like to give another huge shout out and thank you to all the awesome people who support me over at patreon.com slash MTG in quarantine. Huge round of thank yous again to Mr. Big Vents, Nick S, Frugal Brutal, and Coach Jero for supporting the show. If you'd like to help support the show and help me make more awesome content, head on over to patreon.com slash MTG in quarantine for more information. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the MTG in quarantine podcast. My name's MJ. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.